0: Welcome to the Diabolical Film Show, a podcast about old films, new films, and the people who make them. My name is Ash, and with me, as always, I have my old mate, Richie. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Have you recovered from uh, this podcast's challenge stroke homework? Challenge, I would say it was, because this episode
0: is a bit of a weird episode. I'm sure you're looking at the show notes and the picture on the show notes will be a picture of Way of the Gun and Sharknado, which is completely two different films (laughs) altogether. But this episode is essentially about films that I think have got away from people, maybe, and little gems that we want to bring up. Well, it's a a guilty pleasure. Well, I'm not going to say mine's a guilty pleasure. Well, mine is. Mine is. Mine's just a good film. Mine is Way of the Gun, and Rich's is... Shark, 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 sharknado. Yeah. Yeah! So what we've done is we both chose a film, each, that we like from the past, which we don't think has got enough love. And we made each other watch each other's film. And this is the episode where we discuss that.
1: I think you definitely got the better deal.
0: Yeah, well, let's discuss that one, shall we? <laughs> let's start with Sharknado. You, Richard, you tell me why I got the better deal, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Sharknado's just a great film, is it? It is. It is. So tell it... us, for, for, for those people that don't know. Um, what Sharknado is. Do you tell us a bit about Sharknado, mate?
1: Sharknado. Well, it is what it says on on the tin, really. A freak hurricane hits Los Angeles, and as it goes over the ocean, it scoops up sharks. They go up, up, up into the wind. (laughs) You're selling
0: it here. Keep going.
1: (laughs) And then when the hurricane, tornado, whatever you want to call it, hits land, the sharks come down. And they just kill people. That's it. It's not deep. No, and we'll come on to that as well in a bit. It's not deep. I'll be the first to admit it. It ain't deep, but it's just a riot. Is it? Yes, it is. I can guarantee you, and you watched it with your lass, you were talking about it.
0: But not in a
1: good way. doesn't matter. It's it. doesn't matter, it elicited a discussion.
0: Yeah, mainly, why the fuck am I watching this for an hour and 25 minutes?
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter, you were talking about it. Be it the, the lack of continuity, the the shitty effects, the the dialogue, everything about it. So why do you love it? It doesn't profess, it doesn't profess to be brilliant. Well, no. There's too many films out there that profess to be, it's great, and it, it, and it's absolute balls. And this, back in the day, you would find us on the video shop, on the wall, video shop, Chartnado, and you'd be like, I'll, buy, I'll rent that for a quid. And you rent it for a quid. It's, and then you'd ask for your money back,
0: because it really is truly bad, as you said. <laughs> the story. I mean, the story is a story, right? I, I don't mind a B movie. I generally don't mind a B movie as long as the B movie either doesn't take itself too seriously, which I think this actually does. They say that they don't, but it does because it's not funny. It's not tongue in cheek. The dialogue's terrible. Some of the acting's terrible. So some of the actors are actually all right, to be fair, because they've got some half decent actors in some play, in some parts of this. But the dialogue is shocking. There's no continuity. It's just, it's just. Bo- I don't know where to start, Mitchy I really don't, because it is just truly that bad in every level. I mean, and I'm not alone thinking this. I'm not alone. I mean, this is the thing. The, the Sharknado, right? On IMDb, on IMDb, it got. Where, what did he get, Richie?
1: He got 3.3.
0: 3.3! 3.3 3. 3. 3 of that. Yeah. And then on, on the Rotten Tomatoes... Now, this this is where it, this beggars believe. Yeah, but then you, I, looked yeah. into it, I looked into it a little bit more, a little bit more, and it explained all. So okay. the audience score was 33%. So that backs up the the 3.3. 3. So people think it's shit, Richie, right? right? And then the tomato meter for the critics says 74%. And I'm like, "What? 74? Yeah, out of 19 reviews because no one
1: could even bring themselves to watch it. 74%, mate. 19 reviews out 74% of... doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the the script. The script is shocking. That the
0: there's not even like a through-line story with it. Just to kind of draw it together, it's clunky, it's lazy, it's crap. So it, it doesn't even work in like a tongue-in-cheek way. It is just truly awful. <laughs> then they kind of shoehorn a scene in where he's trying to reconnect with his daughter. Um, so it's like a, it's it's like the father is is in a bar. He's a he's a surfer. He's in a bar, and we'll get on the surf scenes in a minute. But and he, he's going to he's going to pick up his daughter across town, right? Daughter across town very precisely lives 6.6 miles inland so when the water comes over the sea the seawall or whatever floods the beaches and then you get the shots of the beaches where they're not flooded but then you get the shots of the beaches where these water big tidal waves coming and then not flooded the, this tidal wave makes it all the way in 6.6 miles up a fucking hill inland Okay, I'm agreeing with you. Okie dokie. Okay, well that's that's that, that's not even the least. Of it. That's not even the, the least of it. Okay, because then, but then you got the effects. Oh dear God! Right, because they clearly did film some of the stuff on the ocean, but maybe they're just lazy. Maybe they got a bad day in Hollywood. I don't know because some of it is clearly filmed. Whether whether on the paddle boards and stuff, they're on the beach. You can see the sea in the distance behind them. They're on the beach, and they're just kind of paddling. It, it's just... It's just... Not, they didn't even... Couldn't even be asked to bob the camera up and down to make it look like they were on the sea. It's that bad. And then you got shots of where it's clearly not them. In fact, there's a bit where... The, they rescue some people from a school, some kids from a school bus, and the kids—I don't know, young teenagers, maybe late teens, tweens, yeah. whatever you want to call them—they're about that age. And when when they're getting
1: hoisted up into the air,
0: it's clearly fucking big, burly stud men. It's
1: the fucking shocking. The bit, the bit I liked about that that particular bit where you know, they've, they've rescued those kids from that and they've, they're dragging them up the side. They're, they're on the top of a bridge, aren't they? They and are. Well, them sometimes up. they
0: are, sometimes they're not. Depending, yeah. which, you know, if the cameraman can be asked to remind them to look over the edge.
1: They're them up and so they're like, they're on the top of this bridge. Oh my God, oh yeah, that's so... And there's people just driving past, going about their normal daily lives. Yep. Uh, I love it. I love it.
0: It's... And then then it's meant to be flooded. And then you see in the next shot is about an inch of water. And then in the next shot, it's bone dry and sunny. And you just think, now, like I said, I like a B-movie. When a B movie's done reasonably well, and there's some care taken in the writing, cinematography, story, <laughs> effects, <laughs> visual effects, special effects, just fucking something. Just give me something to kind of hang your hat on to say, okay, that was okay. It wasn't. There's nothing there. It's one hour twenty-five minutes. And it's twenty five minutes too long at that, to be completely honest. It's absolute arse. It's not even good. It's it spawned a franchise, mate. There's a franchise. It has, Yeah, and I'm sure it's made them a lot of money. But as you, if you look at the reviews for each of these franchises, because it only costs about two million to make. This is back in twenty thirteen. I think was it twenty thirteen it came out? Yeah. It was. Yeah. It came out in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. It costs about about two one to two million to make. Uh, it doesn't state how much it made after that, but the franchise alone as a whole has, has made quite a chunk of money. Um, I don't know if you've got it there or not, but it's it has made a chunk of money, but the reviews for each consecutive film get worse and worse. Hmm. It's not good. So they're churning out this shit when there's other people in, in Hollywood who have got decent script, a decent story, and can't get it made, and yet they turn out this crap. Yeah,
1: this, this gets made. It gets made. I love it because it generates a discussion straight away. You, you're watching it, you're like, I can't believe this. What the fuck? What's, what the fuck's going on? Uh, it's dry, it's raining, it's not. Uh, it doesn't pretend to be brilliant. None of them do. You know what I mean? They. I nearly watched, because I, I had to...
0: I had to sign up to a, a streaming service to get this for free because I'm not going to pay it, pay to watch this. So I had to, I had to sign up to a streaming service to watch it for a free trial, you know, for a week whatever. So that's how I watched this. Um, but the fifth one, the fifth one is on Amazon, and I, I was just going to put it on, just you know, skip through. I wasn't going to watch it, we'll skip through it to see if the effects were better or anything like that. I mean, it's not even, it's not even like Piranha or Piranha Two, where where it's gory in places. It's not even this. It's like they had a couple of body parts and they saved them for later on where they just throw them in. It's where the tidal wave comes through the house window and you walk outside and it's bone dry and it's swamped in the house. The house is swamped with with water up to your waist or whatever, where there's sharks swimming around in it because they come through the window. And then you walk outside and there's no water. You just think, oh, it's. I, I just don't know how they've got this funded and made the rest of them. But the thing is, some of the actors in it are not terrible. Not all of them. Some of them are bloody awful. Yeah. But the lead in is it Zyre Ring? Zyre He he was
1: in. Yeah. He was in Melrose Place, Beverly Hills, nine oh two one oh. He was in Swamp Thing. Yeah. That that now there there's an
0: underrated TV series up had one season seven episodes and disappeared that mm. was actually pretty good to be honest they did a really good job it's 2019 version i hasten to add the more recent version um not not the earlier version so you got tara reed in
1: there who's american pie urban legend the big lebowski that's well, well, that well was yeah big briefly the
0: big lebowski
1: but yeah um yeah. and then you've got john
0: Hurd, who's just done an immense amount of work. You'll know, if you don't know his name, you'll know him by sight.
1: He's like a go-to character actor, isn't he? He
0: doesn't make it. I'm I'm, going to spoil it. I'm going to save you watching it. He doesn't make it. (laughs) And a lot of the cast don't make it, actually. That's one thing it has got going for it. He does kill off some of the cast. Yeah. They're not afraid to kill him off. They probably wished he'd been killed off fucking earlier so didn't have to go through the trial of actually doing it. But the rest of them, Ian Zuring and Tara Reed, they they're in it for the long haul. I think they're in all of them, if I'm on it.
1: Yeah. I mean that, Ian Zuring though, he, I am I am intrigued by this one. Go on. He's in The Legend of Orsemist Maximus. Sounds like a like a Roman escapade thing. And his character name is Testicules. Of course it is. <laughs> Of course it is. That's
0: that is not selling it.
1: If it just it it just begs to be watched. It's probably the, these sort of films are aimed at you know, like your teenage, you're barely just you know your twelve, thirteen year olds. But it after they
0: come in from the pub, something to watch while they're eating the pizza. I I, I wouldn't even watch. What twelve and thirteen?
1: Yeah. Go go in the pub. <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs>
0: that that was the joke which clearly fell flat but it's it's yes. just it's just not good it's just not good on any level it's not even funny the script's not even clever enough to be funny see and even it's not even inventive with the the shark kills it's just it's just lame is what it is lame it's lame
1: my wife as soon as she sees a film with the asylum presents on it she knows she knows it's a brand she knows that they, they've they've tapped it right Piranaconda Lava Lantula, 3-headed shark Mega Shark Giant Octopus they're all they're all there I know and you'll find them propping up your director DVD shelves.
0: Now some of them will be better than this I'm I'm I, I yeah. won't guarantee it but this one and I don't know if this one sparked that kind of
1: craze no, I no. No, there were others out that came out before this. But one. there
0: are better B movies and better shit films to watch than this. Better shit films. I don't know why you <laughs> I don't know why you suggested it and made me made me go and sit through it. The the director's done sod all else, really, apart from other bloody Sharknado films. Oh, the same with the writing credit.
1: Anthony C. Ferranti. That's the, that's the well he's done all of the Sharknado films and there's one that zombie tidal wave i'm intrigued i am intrigued zombie tidal wave is it zombies in a tidal wave or is it a literal tidal wave of zombies i don't know need to watch it and find
0: out i don't care because um anthony c (laughs) ferrante is i don't want to say anything he's done again if i'm honest uh, rarely, I rarely say that about anyone. I'll give anyone a chance. But this guy's just getting worse, essentially, and then kicking the ass out of this franchise. The guy
1: who wrote it, Thunder Levin. Thunder. A name, Thunder Le... Come on. Wrote all the Sharnado films and that's, not a, that's not a good thing. Mutant vampire zombies from the hood. I'm intrigued. You know, it's it's... It's it's things like this. It's
0: like wh- what? people are going to be listening to this, Richie, and questioning your credentials to do a film podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you're championing
1: Sharknado, no, it's got a place. It has a place, probably when you're drunk, you've just come home from wherever, and you're leathered, and you're just like ah, I'll leather some more. You put the telly box on. If it's on, ah, put it on because it's it needs no thought no apart from turn over that's the that's the thought i would, no I, would, thought <laughs> I, would I
0: would give you is turn <laughs> the fucking tv over because
1: and and these sort of things do oh, happen
0: please don't tell me you've researched when things have fell from the skies i did oh yes oh dear god yes in
1: 2017 in queensland australia a bull shark was found dead in a puddle after a cyclone <laughs> It's happened. Sharknadoes are real. What What year was that? 2017. 2017. In 1877... Do you know what probably happened,
0: mate? It probably saw Sharknado and actually committed suicide. <laughs> in
1: 1877 in South Carolina, a waterspout dropped half a dozen small alligators on a farm. Mate, it's happening. It's happening now. It's
0: the end of the world, mate.
1: And that's not to mention and other animals that are fell from the sky fish uh jellyfish yeah we we know we, i'm getting the, i
0: think we get the gist things fall from yes. the sky when they're sucked up into right. tornadoes or water spouts so it, or whenever
1: the it's 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 based on fact it has happened it has happened uh,
0: so i'll just leave but it not there 6.61 miles in, into <laughs> that's very precise it is it? very precise i found that quite bizarre it's not even like it, they were using a sat nav or anything i mean that's that, that that's just it it's just badly done on every single level i mean the effects the effects look like something that a college student has done uh, when making a shark screensaver for a fucking 1998 computer they are that bad I'll just leave you there. If you want to go watch it, please tell us what you think. But quite frankly, I'm going to
1: save you the time. Don't bother. It's shite. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Watch it. Do it. Get some beers inside you. Get it Get it watched. Right. Well, You will laugh. <laughs> you will cry. And you'll laugh again. And
0: then cry. Cry yourself to sleep. In the sad realisation that you're not going to get that one hour, 25 minutes back. Mm. Why did you make me sit through that? Well, you made me sit through that. I made you sit yeah. through Way of the Gun.
1: Yeah. So, Way of the who? Yeah. So Way of the Gun. Way of the Gun, from yeah. From 2000.
0: The credentials are all over this film. So let me let just... Me do... <sighs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> so Way of the Gun um, from, from 2000. So it was quite a while ago. It's a two-hour film. Too long. It's an 18. Very 18 um it is about two criminal drifters they're pretty, they're pretty much low lives and, they, and they admit, there's a bit there's a bit of a talk over there's a bit of a narration and they basically state that um they they'll do anything to make money they'll sell the blood they'll uh, rob somebody uh, they'll rob places whatever they'll, whatever they need to do they're grifters essentially uh, Whatever they'll need to do and include included in that is selling their sperm they re- they can get quite a lot of money for selling their sperm and whilst they're in the sperm donation place, they overhear somebody talking. You don't see who it is, um, but I'm going to come on to that in a minute. But they hear someone over talk- talking that someone has being paid a million dollars to be a surrogate mother and carry the baby of a, of another family. In the in the, that instance, they realise we could make some money here by kidnapping the pregnant woman and then holding her to ransom but what they don't realize is that essentially they get more than they bargained for because the the family who are paying the million dollars for the Soviet mother is quite a quite shady gangster well they work for gangsters that they they, they loan the money but they're big kind of hefty people um and quite shady now this is directed by Christopher McQuarrie and written by Christopher McQuarrie now he's he's done a little bit you know he's he's got previous He's the writer on *The Usual Suspects*, *Top Gun*, *Maverick*, uh, *Mission Impossible*, *Fallout*, *Edge of Tomorrow*. He's good. His scripts are generally good, and especially things like *The Usual Suspects*, absolutely at the time as well, snappy kind of t- script, which this also is, an incredibly, um, no, incredibly subtle, no, no, snappy script. This is. He's also he's also a director. He's also directed a number of films, this being the first one. Then Jack Reacher, you know, okay, we'll, well, we won't talk about that one. But he's also did Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, and Fallout as well. So he, he's done. He's known mostly for as being a writer, but he can direct, and he can direct incredibly well. I feel, and this film does show that. Now, just to say who's in this film before we get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> so you got um, the the two kind of hoodlums. A lot of hoodlums, the the grifters. Uh, Ryan Felipe and Benicio del Toro, uh, good strong actors there. Um, Juliette Lewis, another strong actor. You got Tay Diggs, Nikki Cat, two good kind of jobbing actors there. Then you've got people like Jeffrey Lewis. Now people won't know who Jeffrey Lewis is, but Jeffrey Lewis is essentially Juliette Lewis's dad. Juliette Lewis's dad, yeah. <laughs> But he's he's a he is like a workhorse. He's got 227 credits on IMDb. He's an absolute. So you'll recognize when you see him, you'll recognize him. That that's the thing. For me,
1: he is two two main things: scare the crap out of me in *Salem's Law. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 And he, he he buddied up with Clint Eastwood in the *Any Which Were films. Yes, he did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I remember him from. Going back a bit
0: going back a little bit there, but he, he's done yeah. he's done He's in loads of stuff. He's in loads of TV. Mm. You'll know him if you see him. Um Kristen Lehman. Um Scott Wilson of Walking Dead Fame. So he he's in it as well. And also the mighty James Kahn is in this. So
1: you've got a absolutely pretty strong stellar cast. You've, it's you, written... you've missed out one other member of the cast, mate. Have I? Yes you have, who's like absolutely for me, it was the funniest thing in the film. Who have I missed out? Sarah Silverman as raving bitch. Oh,
0: Sarah Silverman!
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was for me. That was the funniest thing in the film. I laughed twice in this film. It's a dark. It's it's a dark, dark film. It's a dark comedy. It's got a lot of black
0: humour in it, but the script is exceedingly subtle. Is this is a film where it shows doesn't tell? And when it does tell it's in it's very minimalist I it can it did kind of re, I'm gonna get a bit here, but it did um, remind me of like Peck and par and leone films where there's a lot of looks there's a lot of glances and there's a lot shown but not told and when it do, when you do tell if you if you're taking having a drink or whatever you're gonna miss that line of dialogue which gives an indication to people's backstories. It, rem-
1: it reminded me, it tried to be Pulp Fiction. No. It starts off like no a Pulp Fiction wannabe, where you've got the the scene in the sperm clinic. It's snap, snap, snap. And you're like, I'm thinking, ah, oh, it's like Pulp Fiction, this. And then it, it just, no, it just, boo No, it's... You say it's two hours. It's half an hour too long. See, I, it's too I, long. I, when I rewatched it now, I,
0: I re-watched, rewatched this obviously for, for this podcast, and I, I I have this DVD downstairs, but it is it is on Amazon Prime for those people that want to watch it. I was a little bit worried because I'd I call this out because I, I love this years ago, and I rewatched it uh, last night. No, not last night, night before, and I actually think it's better than I thought, remember it being. I, I genuinely do. The cinematography, right? The cinematography is incredibly good. Incredibly good in, in this film.
1: Um, the other, I didn't care about any of the characters. Not one character has a single redeeming feature about them. About maybe, maybe the Doctor. Every other character is, is scum. I didn't care. Even Juliet Lewis, kid- who's a pre- who's
0: a pregnant woman, because the pregnant woman essentially, well, they they, they, they try and kidnap her, and it kind of it kind of goes wrong because she's protected by these two big bodyguards, and then they can't. They, she doesn't they, want to be saved. She, they the the bodyguards go after them because they back off. They realise oh they too heavily armed, whatever, and they back off, and then she runs off. After pretty much escapes after them to get kidnapped because she wants to get away and essentially keep the baby in in the end, and but even she's not particularly likable character because she double crosses one of the uh, Ryan Felipe. And, but it's, it's the writing is so good in this. It is so subtly put together. And if you blink, you will
1: miss things in this when, when they do talk. I don't, I I don't agree. It's How, how you
0: can say that.
1: It's, it's his first film that he directed and it's, it's like a calling card. It's like, yeah. And he has gone on to do some brilliant stuff. And he has. There's no denying
0: yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Mission Impossible films are great. But yeah.
1: this, 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 I'm like, no. Usual Suspects was better written, for a start.
0: Yes. No, no, I, I agree. No, I um, do agree there. Yeah, that the Usual Suspects had more class and style around it. Where they these are dislikable characters. They're not likable characters at all. They're not. This. But, and everyone's into And you, you, have, to, you have to be very careful, because everyone is actually linked. You, you don't know that until kind of later on. Yeah, along. and
1: how many, how many convoluting, like, we when you explained it just now, it's too long. It's not too long. There is, there's too much going on. There's too much going on. Too much plot. He tries to be Tarantino. No. He's trying to be, before Tarantino turned into wordy bollocks. No, I, I, I just. He's trying to be that and he just can't do
0: it. He's always been wordy bollocks, but some of your films are, after, after Jackie Brown, he kind of went a bit downhill. Yeah, I mean, this came out of after Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, and uh, so so the you're you holding it up again and it is around that time kind of period. You're kind of holding it. It is in that era of kind of the gangs that kind of gangster film. But I do not. I I generally do not think that it is in the same ballpark as as that. It is a windy, twisty thriller. Um, and the gunplay. Now it's called Way of the Gun. Though are. It's a modern-day western, essentially. It, realistically, is what it is. It's just so well shot because the, one of the big, the, one of the first big gunfights you don't see. It's all off camera. You hear it going on, but he doesn't want to show it you. And there's times where you don't see so. He'll hold the camera still, and people will move into frame. Yet the cinematography in this is by Dick Pope. Now Dick Pope has done an absolute. Ton of stuff. Dick Pope. He's done the Illusionist. Obviously, Way of the Gun. Obviously, the Illusionist. Vera Drake. Mister Turner. Uh, Legend. That's the uh, one with uh, about the craze. Motherless Brooklyn. The guy, Dick Pope, is a class cinematographer, and it really shows in this film. The cinematography is standout in this film. It is all everything is very still and everything is very controlled. It's not cut, 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 cut like a lot of cheap films do because they can't they can't keep the action going properly because they don't have the dialogue, they don't have the story, they don't have the acting chops, and you've got all three of those in this film, clearly in this film. Mm. And let's come down to now to the gunplay. Because the gunplay in this film, it is very realistic and it reminded me, and I, I I'm just gonna sit here and watch your face now it reminded me of heat no now now the the central part of heat is is is, is more tense that that the, the the bank raid in heat is very t- extremely tense but the choreography to the gun battles in this is on par with that in in, in respect that it is very realistic the way that, that they, they reload the, basically they, they reload it's, not just that. It's, the, it's the covering they cover <laughs> each other they move and cover and even the I'm sure I'm surprised you've not jumped in yet. The slow car chase, where essentially they're going down the road and they get out of the... They leave the car. Juliet Lewis, they've kidnapped her. Juliet Lewis is in the car. And they get out of the car. They leave it in first gear and it's chugging along. And they disappear. And essentially they do that. And the the other guys get out, park their car, get out. And they, they go up looking for them. And then when they get far enough down the road... They come out, bang, 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 bang. Jump in the car and fuck off, just to get a little bit further ahead because they were they were right on their tail. And it, it's just little things. It's little things no. like that. It's clever, clever thought out um, choreography uh, when it comes to the gunplay.
1: I just, i would say, I found two bits in this funny. Yeah, the Sarah, the Sarah Silverman scene. Sarah Silverman is, bit. That that it, that was. It's funny. famously funny now. And the other bit was when Ryan Philippe jumps over a small wall at a fountain and lands in a pile of broken glass. Ryan Philippe in this, I don't know how many times he gets shot, and he still keeps on going.
0: What the hell? They're wearing body armor. Shot in the
1: leg, and he's 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 running
0: around. Yeah, he's winged. No, he's winged first, and then he's shot in the leg.
1: Oh, winged. No, he is. Fucking hell. Again, but the... the, the,
0: the cuts, bruises, blood and guts and all all the rest of it. It's treated reasonably well, I thought, in this. I recognise that some technical advisor must have been on board for the gun battles in this. And I was right. I was right. It's actually Christopher Macquarie's brother who's ex-forces. And you can genuinely t- You can tell. You can tell a mile away. and it, you Because the the, the pepper-potting. They're, they're covering each other as they're moving around the shootout on in the motel is great. The the middle one where they're up on the hill. Um, and then you got the, the big the big shootout at the end. There's three kind of main shootouts in this and it's
1: it's such a good film. No. No, I'd, I didn't care for the characters. It was too long. It just did not grab me at all. It 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 just struck me as a pulp fiction.
0: No, it's wannabe not it's not close and... to pulp fiction no Pulp Fiction's way too long too much going Didn't on too it. much jumping around in Pulp Fiction
1: but I'd rather watch Pulp Fiction
0: as much as I love Christopher Wacken um, that scene is not needed in Pulp Fiction that watch scene just drags the film to a grinding halt it's not needed the um, other thing that, that kind of popped out in this this time round I don't remember it from the first time but this time round is the music by Joe Kramer the music in this film is incredibly good it really, make, it really does set the scenes really oh, really well.
1: Oh yeah. The other thing as well is audience. If you want to know how to play hearts, the card game, watch this film because they they explain you how you play hearts.
0: I'm glad you brought that up, Richie. Terrible. They are not explaining how to play hearts. Well, they are explaining how to play hearts. They are. But what but what they're actually <laughs> doing is they're going through explaining this card game but really what they're doing is they're talking about the situation and questioning juliet lewis why she's doing what she's doing that's that's the subtlety in the writing it's not subtle and if you're if you're missing that that's what it's like um didn't care that's it, it didn't care but that's that's didn't a care. pivotal moment on in that part the of, part of the film it's not about card game it's about uh Benicio del Toro, using that to question why she's trying to use Ryan Felipe, or can of get on his good side? And that's when he realizes that the, she's going to double cross him, and that's why he's he kind of lets Ryan Felipe try and save her, and then she tries to shoot him, and he, Benicio del Toro, says him, "Yeah, I'm ruining the whole fucking the whole thing for people." But <laughs> it it how good it is. It's like um, Benicio no. del Toro says that we've robbed, maimed, and killed. Multiple people in the past. They're not nice people, and they, they they state this. The first scene kind of sets that up pretty much, with screaming bitch. But <laughs>
1: they do get a kick in. The kick in that they get is
0: yeah, pretty epic. It's bizarre because it's, it's a bizarre <laughs> scene to open a film with. But anyway, <laughs> but there's a bit where he said, "We, why do you care? Why do you care about um, separating a mother from his from her child?" He says, "What difference does it make?" And in one line. It gives the backstory to Ryan Phillippe because he basically says, "Trust me, it matters," and that's referring back to his childhood that he was separated. and That's why he's wayward and doing what they're doing now. In that one line, that subtlety of that one line, didn't care You didn't care, didn't
1: care honestly didn't care. It was but, you,
0: but you, you care enough to watch sharks falling from the yeah. fucking sky. Yeah, but when you actually get a good script thrust in front of you, you
1: don't care. 6.6 on IMDb, middle of the road. It's not bad. Uh, the tomatoes, well, 70, 70% audience,
0: and we know that it's the audience that matter, not the reviewers. 46% critics. Wow. Well... When, when it came out, it was not well. What was Sharknado's Again, 30 fucking percent, mate.
1: Oh no 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 the other one, the bigger number. Yeah.
0: Okay, 19 critics said they liked it. (laughs) Doesn't matter. 133 people bothered to watch this film. How many many people reviewed um, Sharknado? 5,000? Yeah? 25,000 audience members watched Way of the Gun and said it was 70%. Now, the thing is, with this film, it's getting a bit of a cult following. Not in the way that Sharknado is, because that's just trash. Because of the gunplay. Because of the script, because it, it underperformed at the box office at the time, Mass- massively, it, it was a flop. But people are now realizing it. I know you, I know what you're saying, but now people are now realizing it. it's not a flop. It's actually a, a decent film. Yeah, the characters are all unlikable, no, but you don't what, have the, to what like.
1: What people are doing is they're going, they're looking on IMDb and they're looking back. That's what they're doing. Oh, what else has he done? Oh, yeah, and watch, way of the gun, and That's and it. it's a de-
0: it's a decent it's a decent watch. No, it no.
1: really is. What came what what came out then in two thousand? If this is so good, okay. So here we go. Here we go. So films from
0: two thousand. Then so you've got Pitch Black, okay, decent film, sci-fi film, okay. Gladiator. Gladiator. That's that's obviously the big one. You got Memento, which obviously set Nolan off on his path, and then you've got Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, another amazing film. Yeah. Snatch was two thousand. American Psycho, Unbreakable, mm. but uh, Mission Impossible two, the shit one. Um, and Richard's favourite one, Requiem from a Dream.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, God. So there was a lot of big films. It got it's clearly been lost in it because there is a scene that the scene at the end um, where she does have the baby. It is a bit grim in places. Yeah,
1: it's five. Is it five minutes of when you could like. Allude to it in like five seconds.
0: We've all You don't see it that much. The camera passes over it. You don't see a proper look of what's going on, but it it is it it's not a pretty picture. No. I'm not gonna ruin the, the the actual end of the film. It's definitely worth a watch. It is a good film. It's a strong film with a great a great script. I'm gonna say it's one of my favourite no. scripts because of the subtlety oh, in it. No. I'm, actually, I'm no. actually gonna put it up there as one of my favourite scripts because no. it is so subtle.
1: Subtle, if by subtle you mean Taking a sledgehammer to the face. Is that, there's how how there's is no it? subtlety about it. There just isn't.
0: How is it not subtle? The card the card game's not about a card game. Those one liners where they just literally it's where they allude. Um, is James Khan connected to Juliet Lewis? it's alluded. It's never said, shown, but not said. And that and that's what and that's what it. A lot of filmmakers could take a. Big kind of chunk out of that.
1: That I will agree
0: with you. It, it is a good example again. So you've got the two, the two bodyguards having a talking in the kitchen about what they're going to do about that because everyone's double crossing everybody else. And the camera is rock solid. Yeah, and you see that you see um, and the woman goes up the stairs. You see the wife going upstairs and stop on the stairs listening. The wife of, and it's absolutely amazing framing. It was good framing anyway. And then, but there's a number of scenes that use utilize that where they they very cleverly kind of the framing is incredibly good dick pope well done my friend so i'm sorry way of the gun hand down
1: smacked sharknado with its own bloody film what would you what film would you watch this is this is a guilty pleasure way of the gun is not a guilty pleasure that was not the brief the brief was a
0: film from the past that has not got as much love And this is getting more
1: love now, where Sharknado is is not. I'd rather rather watch Sharknado with a beer, and that's it. This, I couldn't... No. No, it's not that kind of film. It's not that kind of film.
0: There you go, folks. If you want to watch an hour and 25 minutes of sharks falling from the sky... Yes. ...with a beer, watch Sharknado. If you want to watch a better film... With a crappy script. half an hour too long.
1: A film half an hour too long with characters that you don't give a shit about then watch Way of the Gun. Better script, better shot, <laughs> better acting than watch Way of the Gun.
0: And on that slice of fried gold, <laughs> we'll end it there, shall we? Fact, if you fancy a little bit more diabolical film banter, then like, comment and subscribe to the podcast and we'll catch you in the next episode. In fact, before you say your bit, if anyone's watched these films, right, if anyone has watched either Sharknado or... I know they're completely different films, but Sharknado or Way of the Gun, let us know. Let us know what you think, because I'd be interested to see what other people think about this, just to prove me right.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Also, if you like us talking the truth about Sharknado... Arsenal. ...and bollocks about Way of the Gun, then maybe even give us a review. If you want to get something off your chest, then by all means send us a question who might even answer it on the show. You can find us on your local friendly neighbourhood podcast app and on all the interwebs. Just search for the Diabolical film show. So that leaves it for me to say thanks for listening and catch you later. And for me, till next time, catty bye.